Hello, my name is Bronson, and I'm going to explain a few things about myself because you may not know me. I grew up my whole life, and I've went through all different types of denominations. I've been in Baptist denomination. I've been in a non-denominational church. I use quotations because the people of God are the church, okay? The building is not the church. The people of God are the church and we belong to the church of our Lord Jesus Christ the church of Jesus Christ I've been in the apostolic denomination I've been in different types of Trinitarian denominations as I mentioned Baptist and Pentecostal so the reason for this video is because I'm going to explain things about Jesus Christ that we must know. We must know these things about Jesus Christ. If you care about Jesus Christ, if you love Jesus Christ, if you want to get to know Jesus Christ, then you should hear what is about to be told to you about Jesus Christ. I have my Holy Bible, King James Version. This is the Word of God. If you speak English, this is the word of God, the King James Version. Not any other version, only the King James Version. And as you abide in the word of God, John chapter eight, verses 31 to 32, it says that if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If you continue in his word, you will find out that this right here is the word of God. So, what you need to know about Jesus Christ is number one, Jesus Christ is a man. Number two, Jesus Christ is a prophet. Number three, Jesus Christ is the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus is the son of the living God. He is the Christ, meaning the anointed one, the Messiah, Jesus is. And number four, Jesus is God. As you can see here, my shirt says, Jesus is God. When people say things like Jesus is God, other people think that you're not saying that Jesus Christ is the son of God. You can say Jesus is God and someone will tell you, Jesus Christ is the son of God. Or you can say, Jesus Christ is the son of God. And they'll think that you're saying, Jesus Christ is not God. See, Jesus Christ has a lot to him. But from here on out, I'm going to speak as the oracles of God. I did not prepare a sermon. This is all going to come directly from the spirit of God that resides in me. I have the Holy Ghost. I receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and prophesying in another language. Okay. So first, Jesus Christ is a man. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. Right over here. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5, it says, For there is one God. So there's only one God. When I say one, I mean one. I don't mean three. 
I do not believe that God is three persons because he is not three persons. I do not believe that God has three different modes, three different manifestations, because God does not have three different modes or three different manifestations. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. So Jesus Christ is a man. That's very clear from the scriptures. From 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5, it says there is one God and one mediator between God and men. The mediator is the man, Christ Jesus. So that's number one. Jesus Christ is a man. Number two, Jesus Christ is a prophet. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 18. It says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So Jesus Christ is a prophet. Next, number three, Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 16 and verse 16. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 16. It says, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he's speaking to Jesus right here. He's speaking to that man. He's speaking to that prophet. Peter has the revelation that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Let me read verse 17 because this is just too good. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. So the revelation that that man, Jesus, is the Son of God, that comes from our Father, which is in heaven. See, many people think they have that revelation. They're like, yeah, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. But when they think about Jesus, like most Trinitarians, they think that he's God the Son. So they don't have the revelation that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, not God the Son. Oneness Pentecostals, they think that they have that revelation. But they think that the Son of God is the Father who became his own Son. They think that the Son of God is a different mode or a different manifestation of the Father. So they don't have that revelation either. It comes from our Father, which is in heaven, the mighty God, Jesus Christ. Because our Father, the eternal spirit, his name is Jesus Christ. And I will cover that also in this video. So we see here that that human being that was born from Mary, that is the son of God, Jesus. He is the son of God. Now, number four, Jesus Christ is God almighty. Let's go to John chapter 20, verse 28 to 29. So John chapter 20, verse 28 and 29. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God, 
verse 29. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. So Thomas gets the revelation that Jesus Christ is our Lord and our God. When Thomas says, my Lord and my God, when he says Lord, he's saying my master. That's what he means when he says my Lord. And when he says, and my God, he means L-O-R-D in all capitals. L-O-R-D, Lord in all capitals, is God. L with a capital L and then lowercase O-R-D, that is referring to master. So Jesus Christ is our master and our God. How is Jesus Christ our God? Let me explain that. That's because the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him bodily, meaning that the spirit of God, it dwells inside of that man and the fullness of the spirit of God is in him. The fullness of God is in that man. First Timothy chapter three, verse 16, it says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world and received up into glory. That's the word of God. First Peter chapter four, verse 11 says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. And the reason why we should speak as the oracles of God is because we are planting the seed because the word of God is the seed. And the more that we plant that seed, we can help people to become born again. Because being born again is not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So Jesus Christ is a man. Jesus Christ is a prophet. Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. Jesus Christ is God almighty. Let's take it a step further. Jesus Christ is also an apostle. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. He said, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is also an apostle. These are very important things for us to know about Jesus Christ. If you want to know who he is, you need to know these things. Now, let me go over the name of Jesus, where he got it from, how he got it. Let me go over that real quick. So the name of Jesus Christ was already in existence before he was even conceived in the womb. The name of Jesus Christ existed. Let's go to Luke chapter 2 and verse 21. Luke chapter 2 and verse 21. It says right here, And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus which was so named of the angel 
before he was conceived in the womb. It says his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The name of Jesus Christ existed before he was conceived in the womb. The question is, who had it? The father had it. The father's name is Jesus Christ. The eternal spirit's name is Jesus Christ. The son of God inherited his name from his father. Hebrews chapter one, verse four says, being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. That's what Hebrews chapter one, verse four says. He has obtained a more excellent name than the angels by inheritance. John chapter five and verse 43, I am come in my father's name. He came in his father's name. Did he come in the name of Joseph? No, he didn't. He came in his father's name, Jesus Christ. That's the name of the father. And to take it a step further, let's go over the name of the Holy Ghost, which is the father, by the way. There is not three persons. When people think of father, son, and Holy Ghost, they see three, but the Father is the Holy Ghost. The Father is not the Son. The Holy Ghost is not the Son. All right, John chapter 14 and verse 26. It says right over here, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, so these are red letters. Let me just see um, if I can show you guys this. Excuse me. Verse 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. This is in red letters. That means that this is coming from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the speaker here. It says the Comforter will be sent in my name. Jesus is the one speaking here. So the Holy Ghost is sent in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why when you're baptized, when you repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Because Jesus Christ is the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It's pretty simple. Okay. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, it says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's what Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 says. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So when you're baptized, you repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's a promise for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Acts chapter two, verse 39. So we went over the name of Jesus Christ. We went over the fact that Jesus Christ is a man, a prophet, the son of the living God, an apostle, and Jesus Christ is God. I got another scripture for Jesus Christ being God. Let's go to Hebrews chapter one and verse eight. 
I'm trying to make this explanation as easy as possible and trying to do it as quick as possible at the same time. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. It says, but unto the Son, he saith, speaking to the Son, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Why is the Son being called God here? Because the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him bodily. If God was not in the Son, and the fullness of the Godhead did not dwell in him bodily, he would not be referred to as God. That is what makes him God. That's why Jesus Christ is God, is because the eternal spirit is manifested in the flesh. And when I say manifested in the flesh, I do not mean that God became a man. I mean exactly what the word of God says, that God was manifested in the flesh. God's spirit was inside of that man. God's spirit was inside of that body. That is what I mean. Another scripture to show that what is being done is by the Father. Let's go to John chapter 14. All right. Let's go to John chapter 14. Verses 9 and 10. Start at verse 9. Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. He doeth the works. Who does the works? The Father does the works through that body. The Father is the one that caused Jesus Christ to walk on water. The Father is the one that healed the blind, that healed the lame. And I can show you that. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 4. Let's go there. Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 4. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come. Wow. It says your God will come. With vengeance, even God with a recompense, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. In verse 5, this is verse 5 of Isaiah chapter 35. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. And the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. It says in Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 4, your God will come. See, God came in the flesh. The flesh is the son of God. The human being, the man Christ Jesus. That's what the flesh is. God came in the Son of God. And that was at the baptism of Jesus Christ. 
That is when God manifested himself in the flesh. It is not at the birth of Jesus Christ. It is at the baptism of Jesus Christ that God put his spirit inside of that man. And I'm going to show you that. Acts chapter 10 verses 37 and 38. Let's go there. Acts chapter 10, verses 37 and 38. That word, I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God was with that man. God was with the son of God. God was with that prophet. See, Jesus Christ, the son of God, was anointed with the Holy Ghost after he was baptized. He got baptized and received the Holy Ghost. And then that's when the power of God really showed. So, I just wanted to make this video for you guys to explain and expound on Jesus Christ because this is some really important stuff that we need to know. If you want to know who Jesus Christ is, I encourage that you show people this video, help them out. Because a lot of people, they don't know who Jesus Christ is. And in order to enter the kingdom of God, you need to know who Jesus Christ is. It says in I believe it's 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 7 through 9 that the Lord Jesus will be revealed with his mighty angels and taking vengeance on all them that know not God. Let me just go to the scripture real quick. It's always better to go to the scripture than quoting it. So let me go there to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 7 through 9. Right here. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Verse 8. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. That doesn't sound too good. The Lord Jesus will be taking vengeance on them that know not God. I want to know who God is. And flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. I want to know Jesus Christ. We have to know Jesus Christ because if we don't, that is what is going to happen to us. We must know who Jesus Christ is. That is why I made this video.